listening to Live to Sustain. This week on our show, we have Corey McCormick. Corey is the basis for the band Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real. Uh, Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real were recently uh, featured in the movie A Star is Born. I believe they had a hand in writing some of the soundtrack songs, uh, and also they are the backup band for Bradley Cooper's character in that movie. Uh, we have Corey on the show because we thought we could learn a thing or two about personal sustainability from a touring musician, somebody who spends a lot of time, you know, on the road away from the family, um, you know, maybe needing to learn new routines for diet and exercise in order to maintain himself uh, while he's on the road. So up next, we will have that interview for you. So, yeah, just to fill you in, uh, in case you haven't really looked at our website, Basically, Laura and I started Live to Sustain uh, because we were interested in making a difference, and in particular, we were interested in sustainability. And then when we started looking into it a bit, uh, we realized that we didn't know much about sustainability, and, and we figured we would make our approach and our mission to be to learn and teach sustainability. And then where that brings you in is that uh, recently I was watching this uh, documentary on Netflix called Quincy Jones, and it talks uh, a lot about how you know his worth or work ethic was, um, well, I guess kind of crazy, really. I mean, the guy was working nonstop, right? He's written thousands of songs, etc. And it seemed to me like it took a toll on his body and it took a toll on his family, um, you know, and maybe even his mental health. And, um, you know, I thought of you as a touring musician, and I thought maybe I would reach out to you and see if you're interested in talking about these types of things and, and telling us what you do to maintain, um, you know, your personal sustainability. That's great. Um, you know, we're in that documentary. Are you? Yeah. There's oh, cool. a moment where they show us he, he was at the Montreux Jazz Festival when we were there with Neil Young. Okay. And, and he watched our show from side stage, and we all got to meet him afterwards. And I didn't even know they were filming, but apparently someone was filming. <laughs> Excellent. And it was in the documentary. Cool. So that was cool. Um, well, for me, sustainability on the road is very important, especially at my age now. I'm not a young man anymore. Right. Um, I didn't really think about this stuff so much in my 20s, um, although I did, you know, start eating quite a lot better than I had when I was in college uh, in my 20s and changed some little things about my daily life that I think were for the better. Um, and then, you know, I really got into um, working out and, and stuff after my dad, I turned 30 and my dad was 50, around 50. And, and, and he, I said to him, we should book a ski trip. And he, he said, Oh, I'm too old and out of shape. And at the time he was pretty big, you know, and, right. and, uh, and, uh, and that's, I just, it just clicked something in me. It was like, you know, 50 isn't that old. Right. And when I'm 50, I want to still be able to like snowboard and do all these things that I like to do now. Um, reasonably I should be able to and and beyond that so I kind of got onto a workout routine that's developed over the years um and you know I've perfected it in a way and um and also with my diet so now it's a it's a definitely a daily thing I work out every day I have a routine that I do every day I stretch every day I do yoga every day Great. I uh um I work with different individuals to help me learn new things, to help me 
stay out of pain and and to keep my body running as well as it can one thing i'm battling still with is just diet right food um it's so hard on the road to eat right and even to know what eating right is these days is a little bit (laughs) of a challenge you know And, and i have kind of a weird body type and and i have some just like hereditary things that I got from my mom and dad and, and like we all do <laughs> and like just figuring out those things and how to better run my body, you know? Yeah. I think it takes uh, a little bit of work, you know, it takes time and it takes getting a bit older to figure those things out. I think we can wear ourselves down a bit as we're younger and it doesn't start to affect us really until we get to our thirties, like you mentioned. Uh, but I think, you know, a start is, is being aware of it. And it sounds like you're, you're trying to dial it in and, and at least, you know, figure it out. When you guys are on the road, do you have someone who helps plan meals for you or are you guys all on your own in terms of what you eat? We are unfortunately all on our own. I really, you know, I'm hoping that in the near future, you know, things are really starting to build with the band. Thank you. And I'm hoping that that we can do something like have a trainer slash nutritionist person out. Uh, Nathaniel Rateliff, who we play with a lot, they have a guy out with them on the road and um, we toured with them for a while. So I got to work out. They work out as a band with this guy. Oh, and great. Cool. He like makes shakes for them and, and you know, they're on a routine with him and, um, and I'm, I'm pretty disciplined, so I don't necessarily need someone there to like push me. Right. I need someone there to like show me what the best things to be doing are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I'm constantly researching online about, exercises diets things not diets but like how to eat i don't diet yeah yeah um, you know i think your body you know after a time it kind of plateaus after you're doing things for and you need a little bit of change to introduce you know work out different muscles so that's smart yeah Uh, do you uh, have a lot of issues i have a lot of pain issues i deal with i had an injury when i was playing with chris cornell okay uh we were in europe and we had just started a long run in europe it was like two months we were going to be over there we started a two-week run with lenny kravitz which was awesome we opened lenny kravitz and so after the second show i woke up the next morning and i couldn't walk like my whole right leg and hip were just destroyed and uh i couldn't pinpoint what when it happened or what i did wow it just I was just completely, you know, I was barely could walk, and I continued the tour. I finished the tour. You got a little like addicted to pain pills, and they were shooting me with cortisol. All this oh, kind wow. of shit that you don't want to be doing. No, right? no. And I came home, and I kicked the pills. I just, I was still in pain, but I just like, I can't be doing this, messing me up. You know, these pain pills. Yeah. And uh, and I started just searching for physical therapy in different ways and through that i've learned a lot about how to stretch and yoga and what what my issues are but i'm still and i you know i'm 42 and i've been playing live music and touring for 15 years straight pretty much yeah and my 20s i grinded hard in la i didn't stop ever yeah yeah, no, I mean, it's tough. I, I mean, you've got to put in the time. You know, we've talked a lot about physical 
health. Um, what about maybe some of the more men you know, mental health? I, I'm sure being on stage in front of a huge crowd and then the come down is probably got to be tough. And, you know, there's the family things. You're away from your, your wife and your, and your child. And, um, and uh, you know, do you practice things like meditation? Is that something that you ventured into yet? Um, I don't per se, I don't really do a meditation thing. I, I feel like working out for me is a meditation and uh, I'm studying Japanese. My wife's Japanese, so I'm trying to learn the language uh -huh. because we just had a son. And um, uh, like for me, it's like keeping my mind busy with things is healthy for me. If yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I have I have done some meditating, but I haven't. I don't really like. I've never really like learned how to do it. If that makes sense. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little in the dark about meditation. Yeah, well, I would say, you know, you said you've been venturing around and to, to learn different methods. I would highly recommend it. It's something that I've been, you know, I used to dabble with in the past a little. And then in the last year have really tried to do every single day. And it's been, it's helped me a lot. You know, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I kind of run on high sometimes. And I get a little bit anxious and it's helped me with things like that. Um, so anyway, maybe something that you should look into. Sure. I, and I've, I've. You know, Lucas has been doing a lot of that. Oh yeah. Um, and um, and I, you know, I'm interested for sure. I just haven't taken the time. I have my whole daily thing I do that to me is like a meditation. You know. Yeah. I yeah. get up. I get up early and I do my thing and and um, but you know, over the years I've had to learn how to how to deal with like you were saying the the kind of switching gears from playing a huge show to. <laughs> You know that that thing is is hard and then what what i used to do is drink yeah yeah um what at the end you know in the end of the show i would have many vodka sodas until i was like you know i drink till i pass out basically you know yeah i'm sure your adrenaline is going is, is going strong and it's hard to tame that and now i um Recently, we had our child in November last year, and I stopped drinking and smoking. I mean, I still have a few drinks once in a while, but nothing like it was. Yeah. Something about when he, when she got pregnant, it just switched the switch flipped in me, and was like, "You gotta get your shit together," you know. Makes sense. Um, and honestly, the way I was living wasn't me. Like, I got. I, I was a nerd in high school. I didn't party. I didn't do any of that stuff. I was like a music nerd. I was in my closet listening to, you know, had with headphones on and analyzing music. And and I, I played sports and stuff. And, and, and it wasn't until I was about 25 when I was in a band and everybody was drinking and smoking that I started doing that. It was only just because everybody was doing it. And then it turned into a thing. And, and then now... You know, 15 years later, I'm looking back going, that was dumb. <laughs> you know, but I think I think we have to make those mistakes sometimes to, to learn. You know, I, I'm, I'm part of that group. I was definitely over consuming in my 20s. And and I've recently had to tame it down as well because it just you just uh, you can't do it anymore. Right. 
I'm the way curious. I can maintain that and not sleep. <laughs> yeah, or sustainability, right? I mean, we're talking about sustainability, right, Corey? So, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you've learned how to, to be a, you know, to sustain better. And Laura has yeah. some questions about, you know, family in particular. Yeah, so you mentioned you have a son who's almost a year old now. And I was curious, how do you guys manage the child care and split up the responsibilities? And do you have help with that? Okay, well, we, we don't have any help. Her parents and family are all in Japan. Um, my sister has kind of stepped up and once in a while she, she'll help if we hit her up, but she lives about an hour from me, so it's not readily available. Um, it's been a challenge. What we had to do was my wife stopped working because really we can't afford childcare and her working would just kind of pay for the childcare. And then we thought, well, what's the point? Might as well raise our son, you know? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, hunkered down and got rid of every bill we could possibly get rid of. And now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the sole money maker and for now, and we're, we live on a strict budget and we, my wife's great with the money at home and, and, you know, we just kind of try to make it work. And then when you're touring and traveling, does the family come with you sometimes or do they stay home? Um, they've been on a few things. They're here with me right now just because it's local. They drove down with me and and um, they were in New York for Farm Aid or Farm Aid was in Connecticut, but um, yeah, not far. But uh, she came, she came to New York and hung out for a bunch of shows, including Farm Aid. And um, so we try to do it when we can, but it's also a matter of like budgeting because it's expensive for flights and all that stuff. And mm -hmm. when she comes out, I spend more money because we got to get meals and take care of the baby. So it's all a matter of just like when when it makes sense. But yeah, I try to as much as I can. Awesome, man. Well, uh, you know, thanks for talking to us about some personal stuff and your personal sustainability. Do you, you know, I feel like this, you know, maybe there's listeners who we have who are future musicians. And I think it's important to hear this stuff, you know, as many times as they might hear it from their elders, if you will, you know, to hear that it's good to take care of your mind and your body and start doing it when you're young. Um, it's so important, and I also feel like it helps with creativity. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm telling you, the med meditation, try it out. It'll certainly help you there. So in terms of um, you know sustainability, are there initiatives, Corey, that you're a part of? You know, Maybe there are social uh, sustainability or environmental sustainability initiatives that you're taking part in? Um, nothing at the moment. I am I'm working with, um, do you know Jeremy Jones? Yeah, yeah, the snowboarder. Yep. Snowboarder. Mm-hmm. So uh, he wants to put, um, I mean, it's, I guess it's along the lines of sustainability. It's more about climate change and helping to how we can, um, you know, help decrease what's happening. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I'm working with him to put a sh uh, this big show on in 2020 that I'm very excited about. I'm trying to start my own thing to get people aware of sustainability just on a really small level and um, trying to get people aware of little decisions you can make in your daily life to help you know the sustainability of the planet like if you're at a restaurant they ask you if you want a straw don't use a straw yep yeah just just don't use the plastic straw just say no i'm cool i don't need a straw 
ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say we're big proponents of the same thing. You know, that's we trying to you know teach people sustainable living, and it, it's all about small incremental you know uh, things that you do on a daily basis that that add up over time. Are there other uh, maybe other suggestions that you might have that um, that you want to share? Uh, there's one thing that I learned from touring, and this is from doing dishes on a tour bus, mm -hmm. and you have limited water obviously you're traveling with a tank of water they have to keep refilling and so like if you're doing the dishes and you just let the water run while you're just washing things right the water is just running and you're just wasting gallons of water yep so that translated to me at, at home it was like well when you're doing dishes at the sink like don't just let the water run yeah we uh we take advantage of of that and i think or take for granted really a, a lot of us don't think about it and we need these little reminders so uh that, that is a good one that is a good one um cool man well i think those are all the questions we have for you um we, we do though have three questions that we ask everybody who uh, we've interviewed uh you've kind of already addressed the first one which is one thing you do every day to live to sustain um and it sounds like you're kind of you know you're promoting uh straw less straw usage you're promoting you know better water usage um another question we have are there any um, sustainable brands that you recommend, like brands that you know that are kind of fighting the good fight and, and that you purchase? Um, another thing that I do is a water bottle, you know, like a like a, a bottle that I carry around. It's not plastic, so I never use plastic water bottles. Oh, right, right. right. They're, like, they're like everywhere, so I try to make a point of using, you know, these water bottles, and, and it's the Hydro Flask company is really good. Yeah, yeah, we use really, those as well. Really, mm -hmm. really good quality stuff that I endorse. Um, <laughs> God, there's more, and I'm just blanking right now. That's, Sorry. No worries, man. Um, and then, what do you think's one thing that you you know you kind of get on yourself every day? Maybe you're like, dang it, I you know I should have been doing that a little bit better in terms of sustainability. Hmm, that's a good question. You know, and the reason we ask this, Corey, is because it's like Laura and I, we promote sustainability and we never want to, people to feel like we're on a, you know, standing above them on a sort of like a podium trying to, you know, preach down to people. Hey, these are the things you need to be doing because there's things that all of us aren't doing that we need to be doing every day. And so we just kind of like to point out, you know, that. Sure, sure. Um, well, I mean, I can say for sure, for me, what weighs on me is the, the amount of carbon footprint that we bring every day on the road and i and i feel like every day i'm i'm trying really hard to not like put a bunch of trash out there if that makes sense like um and and really just like use what i have like use a handkerchief and not make napkins like that. you know that kind of stuff and what i can do better i can do all that stuff better yep yeah absolutely have you uh you know, have you heard of carbon credits uh no. Okay. Um, so basically, it's a way that you can offset your travel. So if you have an, a flight or if you're on the bus tour or even you're driving, there's websites online. Um, you can do a calculation to determine your carbon credits. And then you would essentially pay, you know, usually a very small fee that goes towards offsetting, you know, your input or your carbon footprint. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you could, there's a calculator you could put in like the type of tour bus that you drive and how many miles you did and then it would tell you your carbon footprint and then you could invest that money into solar power or wind power or carbon recapture projects. Wow, that's rad. See, there you go. You're, you're, you're learning. Who's doing that? 
Um, you know, man, I don't know who, who really like heads cool it up. Cool Effect is one of the websites. Oh, okay. What's it called? Cool Effect. Cool Effect. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what is it? Cool Effect. C-O-O-L okay. Effect. And there's a couple others. We have a blog post about them on Live to Sustain. Okay, cool. I'll check it out. Yeah, we can share that with you, Corey. Most definitely. I'd love to see that. That's great. I never heard that. Cool. Well, you're learning. Well, man, uh, that's cool. It's cool chatting with you, and it's great to hear other people getting, you know, behind the sustainability cause. And uh, thanks again for taking the time today to chat. I know you're busy, and you got a show uh, later on. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. Thanks for the time, you guys. Yeah, thank you. All right, chat with you soon. Anytime, again, you want me to hang out, let me know. Thanks again to Corey McCormick for chatting with us today. Uh, I think it's important to remember that those musicians who are out there playing awesome music for us are doing a lot of hard work behind the scenes, and it takes a lot of mental and physical strength to get it done. And if you haven't already seen the movie A Star is Born, check that out. Uh, Corey's band, Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real, is featured in that movie, and you can see Corey all throughout the movie, actually. Um, anyhow, that will be it for Live to Sustain. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out our website, livetosustain.com, and follow us on Instagram, at livetosustain.com.